on page Kuf. I'd like to try to finish the parak. I have to leave a bit early and wait for Hasana. The subject of the parak, all of you have been coming to to be able to say a capital Tehillim, to be able to say a chapter of Tehillim is getting increasingly difficult over time. Because modern man enjoys hearing something new, understanding something. Understanding something satisfies the ego. It's part of that world that is more carved, that's layered, layer upon layer of what I like, what I'm interested in, what makes sense to me, and so on. So a person loves to see new things, to go to new places, and to hear new concepts, new ideas, and so on. Capital Tehillim, the requirement there is Vaniba Tumiyelach Tmimas, Pashtas, the simple connection to the very Olam, without what I understand, what it does for me, and so on. And that affects and influences the way that a person learns Torah. And that's what we were discussing last time. When the Muhammad, when that war of two people who are arguing over a concept in Torah, which is beautiful, Hashem wants us to get to the bottom of things and to discuss Torah and so on. When it doesn't lead to a deeper connection between those two individuals, when it doesn't lead to a greater connection to the Bari Erlan, it's a sign that the learning the learning is not taking place in at all in the heart with that midah of Tamimus. It's taking place purely in the seichel in the mind. The mind causes period separation and division. The seichel. That's the nakuda of period. Everybody's das. Each person's thoughts and opinions are different one from the other. Therefore arguments and debates that might be resolved intellectually, but don't bring people closer together. Tmimus, of course, is the Nakud of Chibur, of connection, Emuna, Pashtas, Avakus. All of that is the point that joins together, that binds, that connects. And therefore, Chazal said that even though at the time that they're learning, they're, they're like Ivan, like enemies, but but over the course of their learning, by the time they walk away from each other, they're Ayhavim. They have tremendous, they have great love for each other. Because the tachlis of the Torah is Dveikas Bashan, is connecting to the Varshla. It's not to gain something for my ego. I think, I say, I, I hold like this, I hold like that. All of that is separation. All of that drives people apart. Each person with his own way of thinking, his own opinions. But the point of Tanimus is what holds us all together. And the tachlis of Torah to bring people together to Akash with each other. So now we finish the parak on page Kuf with the proper way of learning Torah. This is really what we're talking about in the in the Rav Kukshi of Ma'arisa Torah these past few weeks. The person gets up in the morning. If a person gets up in the morning, he wants to right away go off and to start learning. But the but the 
point of his learning is purely Haskalah, purely to gain more knowledge, which again, clearly Yiddishkeit is not against gaining more knowledge. But it's purely to gain more knowledge. Blila Geshes Latminus, without approaching, without any concern for the Tminus that we've been learning about. That's not right. Again, there could, there could be worse things that a person would do, of course, than to learn Torah for the wrong reason. There are, there are a lot worse things a person can do with his time. But Afapichin, we see the results of this, that it's not bringing, with all, as we've been talking about the last few weeks, that all of the with all the increase in Torah learning, it's not having the effect that it should have upon us and upon the upon our world, our our world of, of Jews who are observant, of Jews who keep Torah mitzvahs. One must approach learning in this way of Tamimas. In general, with the, the overall with the overall the overall desire to strengthen this media of Tamimas as an expression of Tamimas and specifically in each and every time that he learns. Yesh Kedusha v'yesh Chachma There's Kedusha, there's holiness and there's Chachma, there's wisdom. Ha-Chachma hi-inyin ha-Muskalos Chachma The Gemara says Chachma ba-Goyim, Tamin The Goyim also have Chachma There's tremendous Chachmas in the world Wisdom, knowledge Whereas Chachma is a matter of understanding, of gaining wisdom, Kedusha, of course, begins with Hafrosh and Havdalah, with separation. What does that mean? The Jewish people are a Goy Kaddish. That's what we're called by HaKadosh Baruch a holy nation. There's something unique about us, something that separates us from the world that's called Kedusha. We're called Agai Kaddish. And therefore, the Ikar Devekis of a Jew must be not only with the Muskal, with the Chomer, with the curriculum, with the material, with the wisdom, knowledge, intellect of the material that he's learning, what defines us, what separates us from the rest of the world is that we're a Goy Kaddish. It means the objective of a Jew that's sitting and learning is not the same as the objective of Lahavdal a Goy who's studying something. The objective of a Goy who's studying something is the Muskal, gaining knowledge and information, which is fine, but that's his objective. The objective of a Jew in all of his Torah is Kedusha. Again, of course, through that Chachma to achieve higher levels of Kedusha. Therefore, when a person sits down to learn, and the person is approaching this learning, he sees this as a way to reach not only the Muskal, the beauty of what the Torah is telling us, the meaning of Torah, how brilliant it is, and so on. But he's trying to find a way through Torah to connect to the Kedusha of Torah, to the one who gave the Torah. It's a whole different way of learning Torah. 
if a person is seeking Kedusha, if a person is seeking holiness, Kedusha, he's seeking a connection to Kedush Baruch He's not just looking for new information, interesting, exciting information. What's the greatest sign of such a person who's looking for Kedusha as opposed to the one who's looking purely for information? The sign is that the person who's looking for Kedusha is prepared to learn He's prepared to learn even those subjects in Torah and those things that don't appear to be particularly fascinating or don't are not necessarily the most exciting parts of Torah. Or he might have heard in the past already. The one who's looking for Muscalos, he's looking for an intellectual adventure. There's not much of an, there's much not much of an adventure that comes with reading old stuff or easy stuff or uh, you know, average things. That doesn't that doesn't make for much of an adventure. The adventurer wants new new terrain, something new, something different, something exciting, something exotic. That's why ha- that's why anybody that gives over the vetor, they have to everybody has to come up with these ridiculous titles for lectures and speeches, and, which I always say to make their own uh, and. It takes me longer to think of one of those things, and they come out so dumb anyway. It takes me longer to think of those things than, than any shit that I ever gave in my life, just to think of a title, what's the, how to call this. And I always say, just call it Yiddishkeit or something. And, and so, no, you can't do it like that. People you know, have to see what it is. But, I, but that's what, what do you have to come up with? What do you have to come up with uh, ways to market that sound? And then you see that they put the, the mystical meaning of... Uh, of having cheesecake on shrews, and <laughs> which there is, but they have to make these lectures. Which anyway, you know, you go to those things and it's, it's called mystical. It's, it's, if you'd have a piece of cheesecake already, it would be good. The mysticism, yeah, the mysticism, and the way they give these titles and the way they can look at the big things in the whole. All of that is because a person wants to have a, an adventure, something exciting. So the so the lahabdul afafah does they when they make a movie, they call the movie something, they give it a title like. Everybody's going to go, oh, what's that? And i got to go see that. And, and they'll show a preview or something for a second or a, or a picture. And everybody says, oh, i got to see that movie. So I have to offer those. That's what it, why is it that you have to do that? Now, you don't have to do that in, in, in my father, your father, the grandparents' generation to make that uh, this Shuas night is going to be a uh, residence. What's it called? Scholar in residence is going to be speaking on this subject. Of the, 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 it's all baloney. What is it? It's because miscolors. A lot of people want it. Okay, again, it's better than not learning Torah. Of course. It's the tachlis of Torah. Something interesting, something exciting. You have to package it. So package it, package it. But the packaging is all because the whole Indian of learning Torah is all miscolors. It's all just a matter of interesting things. We hope that maybe a person will be interested in that. Okay. person who's seeking Kedusha in Torah doesn't need to have fancy titles, doesn't have to hear the Welt's faith, the biggest lecture, the Welt's lecture. I always say it every time. Every, I've said many times, you've heard me say this, any time I ask my father, every when I speak to my father, Mr. Shabbos, I ask my father, how was the, how was the, how did you enjoy the Rav's Joshua with my father? Oh, oh, what he said today. Ooh. You know, I'm telling you, if you ask 
guess the American Oilam over there, to, he's, eh, no, no, you didn't even say it. Because about my father, and these Jews from that world, if you say over Rashi, they clap their hands, Rashi. They're so excited. And my father knows a lot more than the, than the Americans that are sitting there. But every time he has a Rashi, it's like the Medrash says, like the fish that are waiting for a drop of water to come down, and they jump to the top of the, to get another drop of water, because it's, where does that come from? They're smart people. Tamimus. There's a Tamimus of the year. A drop of tire is beautiful. I never heard my father ever critiquing anybody's devout tire. Any time we ever sat at the table and we had a guest, and he would say devout to my father, that's so beautiful, oh, that's so beautiful. And he said it so nice. He's not just making a compliment. He feels it. If you say to my father, I have a devout tire this Shabbos, what is it? My father said, what's your devout tire? Ve'yadabra Hashem HaMoyesha that's it but nowadays you understand it wouldn't fly it wouldn't work out you'd have to have a title and would have to say the divine speech of the almighty understood through the eyes of the of the mystics of Tzfas <laughs> well, it's all baloney the Torah Hashem doesn't need this marketing it's all baloney so because look, the world is looking for muskalas, there's no nisham, there's no tamimus. It's looking for exciting, interesting things. Again, it's better than other things, of course. But this is this is what the world is like. This tamimus ayidah, a There's such a gishmak from any from any tire that they get. They're so excited about that piece of tire. When they see it, tzadikot hamachacham, they run over this. And other people they start to say, I knew him when he was young. He was this, he's like that. There's no tamimus. A person who's seeking Kedusha. He's ready to learn even in those places where it doesn't seem to be so exciting. It's so, uh, such a brilliant thing. And not only that, even if he doesn't understand. You see this also? They'll sit by a shir, and if they don't understand the shir, they enjoy it. Because they enjoy hearing Yiddish Jewish words. Ach, Machai. Yiddish Jewish words. When they hear the name, they hear something, Avam Avinu. So they look, oh, Avam Avinu. They like that. Avam Avinu. It's nice. It's nice. Avam Avinu is nice. It's a good thing. Avam Avinu. It doesn't have to be. Anything other than Avam Avinu. The rest of the shit, they don't understand. They came away hearing Yiddish Jewish words. And the, and the rabbi was talking about Avam Avinu. It's good. I'm not talking about something that I think. I've seen this. I grew up with Jews like this. I grew up with Jews like this. I, I lived with Yidin like this. It's not a long time ago. There are still Yidin like this. Avram Avinu is good. Anything else in the Shia, that's, all, that's bad. That's great. But it is not. It's never a wasted Shia. It's always good. Because these are Jews who are looking for the Bani Islam. And they want to have they want to have a Shaykh as the Torah Hashem. In a very tunistic way. <coughs> well, if he understands the shit, doesn't understand the shit, it's okay. He says, I'm not saying that you shouldn't try to understand. Of course, we try to understand what we're learning. Certainly, there's a mitzvah to try to understand what we're learning. But the point of the soul, of why I'm learning, is to get closer to God. Is to get closer to the Bari Olam, is to find, to feel the Kedusha of being a Jew. 
That doesn't have to do with the material. Every single word of Torah. But not just I want them to see the Chachma, it's a Chat. The Chachma in this. Imkain, Reish is Sarah, Reish is Sarah, Almas Zman Maruba. Person has to think a lot. Lahavin Shakal Zman, Shachasar, Lamidis, Atminis. Kal Teras, Alula, he has Chasasol, Mepinis, Lerosh, Amalakim, Alachavazapachuki. Person has to try to strengthen the Mid of Tamimus, which she talks more about in the next parak, how to do that. Or else the entire Torah that we're learning could be not really for God's sake at all. I don't want to go into what he says over there with the Rosh, it's a little upsetting thing, it's not for now. But there's such a thing that a person is not learning Torah, that his Torah learning has nothing to do with Hashem, as Kivyach Hashem says, do me a favor, I don't need your Torah. Read something else. Go read the newspaper. That's it. It says, what are, you tell, what are you talking over my Torah? You have no interest in me. What are you talking about my Torah? You don't care about me. There's such a thing. Press has to try to awaken within himself a simple longing to connect to Hashem. Therefore, what exercise? Tachlis. What can we do? Every day to spend some time learning parts of Torah where you don't gain any new information or any new insight. Now that sounds very radical. It's not at all. The Svadim say, They have a certain save in what they learned, the Svadim, for many, many, many centuries. To be Marva Sedra, to learn the parasha. I had many times people say to me, Look, I said, Why don't you learn Chumash Rashi? Rashi is, you know, I learned when I was younger. So, first of all, besides Rashi, has infinite depth, but besides that, every day to learn some Torah, even though Shein Bahmaskal, things that it doesn't give you any new insight, you don't have any new brilliant, exciting, adventurous uh, experience in, 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 in your learning. The Sefer Tilim. The Ike, the Ike is Tilim. The Sefer Tilim. Every day. Shekol Yehudi, Shashem Yehudi Nikolov, any Jew who's really a Jew, Chayvli is Karachbari, has to be completely bound up to Sefer Tilim, to live with the Tilim, for the Smach, the Chalmila Mimenashem, and to rejoice with every word that he says of Tilim. Gam Kishalem, even if you don't understand. Lahagish. Shem is asking the Milam Kadesh to feel that these are holy words. These are holy words. Ruchnias, the contain big Ruchnias. In Milam Shechibay Sam Echem Ha'Abbas Ragli Ha'Mekavu. These words, these sentences, were composed by one of the one the one who was one of the four, one of the four legs of the divine chariot, which is David Hamelach. It's from David Hamelach. Rather, she Efshel Hagish says Miyad. Of course, you can't feel this right away. Think more and more. If all you want is understanding things, something interesting that takes you further and further away from God, if that's all you want, of course you should want that. But if, that, if that's all that you want, it takes you. It'll take you further away from God. That's the story of our time, and that's that's connected to the Haskalah that took place. Mm-hmm. But if you have Kedusha, if you're seeking the Kedusha of Torah, together with understanding, that's great. 
Try to take things to learn that you already know, or that are clear to you, or even something that you understand, it's hard for you to understand, and to say over the words, even though you don't have so much of a time, you don't have so much of, it's not so exciting, it's not so enjoyable, it's not so interesting to you. Everybody now is what's interesting, what's exciting. Every teacher has to be uh, an entertainer, a star. They even use lessons like that, they crept into even into from places that this is a star Rebbe, he's a star. It's a star more this is a star, like we're talking, God forbid, about Hollywood or something. And the Rebbe feels he has to come in like in a jacket with a bow tie and sequins, you know, and has to come in like with a mic into the into the root into the cheder and to start, you know, saying such exciting things and Sometimes you're sitting and learning, and you come up to a kasha. You come to a thing that's hard. You know, you, you, you can't answer it. It's a question. You can't. You don't get it. It hurts you. It bothers you. I don't understand this. You try. You read it again and again. You don't get it. Of course, that's a good thing. You're trying hard to learn. But you have to look at it the other way too. To say the following to yourself. No, I've been trying. I don't get this. I don't understand this. Hashem brought me to a certain piece of Torah that I don't understand. Why would He want me to waste my time then? What am I doing? Uh, what? I'm not wasting my time. God forbid. It's because He wants me to remember, to remind myself. Ask me, me ani, who am I? The Torah is the Torah of Hashem. I don't understand anything. Even the things I think I understand, I don't understand. Who am I? I don't, have to, I don't have to understand everything. I don't understand. I tried. I don't understand. I have to remember. That's a reminder. It's the Torah Hashem. It's infinite. I don't understand. I'm grateful. I'm gra- like Rabbi Nachman said, I wouldn't want to serve any God that I understood. He said, what kind of a God is that? I'm happy to have a bunch of them, but I don't understand. If I understood him, I wouldn't. What it was that I needed to serve him, I understand. Moshe ben Anama, Moshe Emes v'Sirosa Emes. Moshe is true, and his Torah is true. But the why is he saying this? Ki Moshe u'bechinus Moshe Avdi. The greatest thing, the many nice things Hashem could have said about Moshe Rabbeinu. The nicest thing that he said is Moshe Avdi, my Evid, my faithful, loyal servant. That's the nicest thing. The nicest title for a Jew is to be an Evid Hashem. A ben and Evid is the same. Here, it's, for our purposes now, it's the same Indian. Even though, of course, there's a chiddush between an Evid and a Ben. Evid or Eisa Adam Shen What's an Evid? I do what I have to do. I don't ask any kashas. I do what I'm supposed to do, without questions. Shen Mechapes Lahavin Kol. I don't have to understand everything. I'm, Hashem wants me to be intelligent and to try. I don't have to. It doesn't depend on my understanding. My my being a Jew doesn't depend on understanding. It's good to understand, but it doesn't depend on it. It's not a condition anywhere in the contract that I have with the Kajabaru that I understand the infinite one. It's not anybody, it's not in the contract. He always lives with this thought. Shem Kajabaru writes a shani oven. Oven. Hashem wants me to understand. I mean, I'll try. And if he wants me to understand, I'll understand Vim Lai. And if not, I won't understand. I can ask somebody. If I don't, I can't get it. 
אבל מצד עצמו, מצד אנוכי יוסו, אין לו שום חיפוש של הבנה. Of course we have to try to understand, but not to satisfy my ego. Oh, I understand. Now I understand. And a lot of this is what's going on in the learning, in the Torah. Now I understand. It's all for, for one's ego. Because now I got it. It's the whole Torah. Now I understand. I. If you want to understand what you're learning, that's wonderful. But why? Because the Mitzvah Talmud Torah, the next page. Because there's a Mitzvah to learn Torah. It's the Barishal wants us to learn Torah. He wants us to try, to the best of our abilities, to understand his Torah. And if that's your reason for trying to understand it, that's good. Not because it bothers me. I don't understand. That bothers me. I'm so smart. I'm such a big person. And I don't understand. It bothers me. That's not it. That's totally off. Because of me. It's all ego. It's the opposite of Torah. That's the opposite of the Vegas. It's all because of me. It's all because of the ego. Not only is that prevalent in the yeshivas, but it's encouraged in the yeshivas. The ego. The thing with the ego. It's encouraged. A boy who's not like that in the yeshiva is a little bit of funny, you know. It's not from the chashiva boys. This is what's going on. It's a very subtle difference between these two people. The one who's searching to understand because of the mitzvah of learning, because that's what Hashem wants, and the one who's searching to understand because he has to understand. He has to understand. He's always successful. He always won at chess. And now he has to win at the Gemara too. And he had this with the and stuff going on like that. Certainly we have to work hard at learning Torah. We have to try to understand. But the, the, what motivates us to learn, what motivates us and drives us to try to understand, it has to come from that point of the Shema, for the sake of the Torah, for the sake of Kedusha, for the sake of Hashem. That's what we learn. Not because I need to understand, I want to understand, because if I have this, it'll be gewaldic. Either because I enjoy something interesting and exciting, or because this way I can outsmart the other guy, or because this way I can say some impressive speech or some impressive devato, etc., etc. There are many B'nai Torah who are hurting from the fact that they don't feel that they get much pleasure and satisfaction out of their Torah learning. And they tiny, they say that that's why I'm not really working hard. I just lost my... Uh, I don't get much sipuk, I don't get much pleasure, I don't get satisfaction, so I'm not going to continue on learning very hard. I mean, the guy, plenty of people that just do time in the yeshiva. Go tomorrow morning into the yeshiva at... 9 o'clock a.m. Go to a yeshiva at 9 o'clock a.m. Whatever yeshiva like, go at 9 o'clock a.m. By that time, in many other places of, of work, certainly in stores and businesses, people have been already, especially if it's fruit or fish, they've been up for hours before, working hard. Go at 9 o'clock into the Bismarck and count heads. See what's going on over there. A couple of people wrapping up their tefillin, and some guys unwrapping a sandwich. There are the Yechidim, there are those few who are, who are on fire. There's a terrible lack of motivation. 
Right now, all over the world, there are yeshiva dormitories that are filled with guys who are not going to be getting up on time tomorrow. <laughs> filled. Not only that, many of them are going, to, are going to ask their friends to please bring them breakfast to the room because they're deathly ill. You never saw so many unhealthy teenagers in your life like in yeshiva. If those same guys would be on a football squad, they'd be up and early out there exercising. Ooh, they'd be into it. You go there, you see every outside of half the doors, the door, there's a plate that they, they could barely put the plate outside for some nice other bucket to take to get clean the plate from their supper, their lunch. I grew up in that as well. And anything that I'm saying, of course, would be terribly condemned by you, that I'm, and that I'm a critic of the yeshivas and so on. I'm not. I love these things. That's my life. But it's already enough with the faking and the lying. It's all faking and lying as if everybody's running to the Vismetish. It's not true. There are those who do. But mostly it's not. Mostly it's doing time. Doing time. I have to put in the time. I crazy to drag myself. Young people. Young people have energy. Low energy. Go and see. Low energy. The same guy would be would be working in a in a sweatshop. It'd be a different thing. Low energy. Young people. They don't seem to be excited. They don't seem to be had to have a sixteen or fifteen year old, sixteen year old boy. Benazmanim who? Benazmanim has a lot of energy. Lots of energy, Benazman. They could zip zip around the whole world. The same boys that when you saw them like on a Tuesday morning in you know in Yeshiva in the winter, they're like the, the, the chavus is trying to revive them, to get them up. It's like, I don't feel my stomach. My head, I have a problem with this. Never saw so many sick. I, God forbid, they're not really sick. So that's why I, I wouldn't joke about people who are sick. And, you know, girls don't have to go into the guy's dormitory. It's filled with bochrim who are sick. Have colds. Missed three days at a time. Four days at a time. Never saw in your life anything like it. Of course, the only thing you ever get is that when they call up, they say that, that was the best guy in Yeshiva, and then you end up marrying that guy. Hashem should guard all of you from those uh, mistakes. But but that, that's the reality. I mean, it's not us talking from an outside observer. This is what I, I grew up in this world. And I'm not saying it to criticize that. I love that. I love that world. That's my that's my home. But the honest truth is that's what's going on. That's what's going on. And everybody's so excited. Everybody's so into it. Where are they? How can they not Ben Azmanim? That's the where are they Ben Azmanim? How come we can't open up a Gemara Ben Azmanim? And he opens up a Gemara. It has to be if he would. It has to be nothing that he learned during the Zman. You understand? Because he, he's the, that was the Gemara of the of the Yeshiva. He's tired of it. Can't get themselves to shul. A late minion. And they've been as man in quarter to ten. Yeah, they can't go to shul at 6.37 like a normal human being. What? 6.37. And the minions call for a certain time. All the old men. Okay, you're going to say because the old men can't sleep. They were the same. They, was, they were the same way 30 years ago. I never in my life remember my father coming to shul late, ever. I'm talking about when he was when he was 45 years old, 40 years old. I never remember him coming late. Never. He was always there before that. And to this day, Zalgazun Tani Shev's strength to continue. To this day, 
with, with who's in shul, who's in shul ten minutes before davening? The Alta Yidin. The Alta Yidin. I can pick up Dylan, put on the tells and film, and pick up Dylan. The younger guys, five, ten minutes later, fifteen minutes later, twenty minutes later. But, but when they leave shul, it's on time. <laughs> they leave shul on time. That's interesting. All of a sudden, the energy increases. The energy level increases when it comes to going away from shul. To going into shul, I Baruch Hashem is going to shul. Oy. Oy. My back, don't ask what I had yesterday, my back. Like old men. Except the old men are not practicing. Yeah, Bacham. Oy. I have a virus. It's like, how long is this? Six years already? You're not. I have a virus. That's a name for something that you can't explain. Right? Low energy. That's what he says. <clears throat> so many people, many of these people don't find pleasure and seepuk and satisfaction in their learning. Therefore, they don't want to become great in Torah. It doesn't do it for them. They want to become great in Benazman. And then Shalulim is I'm also not. I'm not saying that it's, it's not good that they come and that they learn. And, and he's saying, I'm not saying that there isn't a re, you know, that's chaval. Of course, it's a problem. The problem, let's face it, is that they're missing something. There's an ingredient that the G'day Yisrael, those who became G'daylim, there was a certain ingredient that's missing from, from a lot of the Chavah that don't find any satisfaction. A person who lives without the Rebbein Shalom and everything that he does, his whole Torah is chitzaynis, it's outside. Chaim shitchim, superficial Yiddishkeit. Then a kosher b'emes the Rebbein Shalom, he doesn't have a kesher to the Rebbein Shalom. So it's something exciting. You know, some famous rabbi is going to come to yeshiva that day, you know, whatever. You know, when you see in, in yeshiva, when, when do the guys come to life, like there's a fire drill. Wow. Fire drill? That's the best thing, fire drill. It's something different, anything. Just give me a break. A fire drill, something. Even if Khalil it's a real fire. As long as no one gets hurt, just to get out of this place. It's not just learning more and more Torah that brings you closer to God. What brings you closer to, to God and feeling satisfied with your Torah learning is this way that you approach Torah. Watch. I'm going to learn the Rebbeinu's Torah. That's why Avram Avinu is good. Arashi is gewaltig. I'm going to learn the Rebbeinu's Torah. And with the Rebbeinu But not the Torah of the names of the great... Tanoim and Amaram that are mentioned in the Gemara. It's not their Torah, it's the Barishlam's Torah. That came through them, through Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yachin Ishtakish. It's the Barishlam's Torah. El Torah Shi Chachmalokiz. It's not material, it's not a subject, it's Chachmalokiz. Shani. I, Dal Shabadalam, the smallest little nobody. And in the Mesugal Lahavin Mimanadav, I can't really understand anything uh, completely. The only reason I'm learning Torah is what? Not because I can understand. It's to give Nachas Ruach to Hashem. He wants me to try to understand. Not because I want to know more. 
If a person's entire approach to learning is just that he wants to understand more and to be smarter, it would not necessarily bring him to become great in the study of Torah. Therefore, any time before you sit down to learn, you should first, before you learn, this applies not only for the guys in Yeshiva, for all of us, you should say to Hashem, Rebbein Shalom, Master of the Universe, I'm coming here to learn today, I'm opening up the Sefer, because you want me to do that. Not because I want to be smarter, I want to show off, or because I, I, I want to uh, gain new insight and information, because you want me to. If you told me that I shouldn't learn, then I wouldn't learn. But right, the proof is, Tishvah, you told me, I'm not supposed to learn, so I don't learn. God forbid a person sitting shiva, he doesn't learn. Because then you told me not to learn. And I want to learn to give you nachas ruach. That which I understand, even what I understand, what I think I get, I mean, I know that even what I understand, I, I don't truly get to the bottom of. I don't really get it, and that's why I can learn the same gemara a million times, and I get, I can go deeper and deeper and deeper. I don't really get it. I die when he got to the Pneumus and I haven't come to the Pneumus. Any time you learn that you come up to a question that you can't answer, you're trying but you don't get it, you should first understand that Hashem brought you to that place to teach you what? You don't have to understand everything. So what? You don't understand. And then you should daven and say, If you want me to remain with this question and not to understand the, the, and not to get to the answer, I'm prepared to do that. Not lavana. I don't understand. But if your rotsin is that I should understand this, honor then I ask you. Help me. Give me more wisdom. That I should understand what you're telling me. This has to come from a place that's pure inside the soul, real. With a feeling that I'm prepared to give up all that I understand and all that I'm trying to gain from this, meaning intellectually. Each person should check within himself. Am I prepared if God wants me to be a person who's a totally ignorant person that doesn't know a thing? That's what God wants. Whatever God wants of me. Of course, that's not what He wants of us. But if he wants whatever he wants of me, we have to try, it's hard to reach that, but we have to try to draw close to that Nakuda of Taminas. That for the sake of Hashem, I'm prepared to know nothing at all. Sometimes people like us, like when God forbid some terrible tragedy happens, then you have to say, I am ready to serve you by knowing nothing at all. I am now serving you by not knowing anything other than you don't want me to know this. If you wanted me to know this, you would help me understand it. I tried. I don't understand it. Now I'm your servant in such a beautiful way. You know how I'm serving you? By not knowing. Ah, I'm such an evid Hashem by not knowing. That's what the Lord Ishbar. I'm a fool. A, 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 a bore. An empty person. But he said that with the greatest pride. They can't all be covered in one parak. 
We will continue with Hashem to uh, to learn more about Tamimus and how to acquire this Midas at Tamimus in the coming Prakim. Which Bez Hashem will continue with after the summer. There aren't going to be any more Shigum in this uh, before the summer. So we'll continue. So we'll have Simchas together and to have a healthy and happy and good summer.